Hi, my name is Carla and I am a cultural coordinator for Live Life Aberdeenshire. If this is the first time you've listened to our podcast channel, I hope you enjoy the conversation with us today. If you listened before, welcome back. Today, I'm delighted to speak to my colleague, Joe Edwards, who is the Arts and Heritage Customer and Commercial Services Officer. Joe currently manages the team at the Aberdeenshire Farming Museum in Mintlaw. Welcome, Joe. Thank you for taking the time to speak to me today to give our listeners an insight into the Farming Museum. I've got a few questions. So, can you tell me where the Aberdeenshire Farming Museum is? I certainly can. Farming Museum is quite an unusual location because it's in a country park. The park is called Aden Country Park, which is right in the heart of Aberdeenshire beside a small town called Mintlaw. It's the former estate of the Russell family, who owned it from 1758 to about 1937. The actual museum itself is based in a beautiful semicircular building, which used to be for horses, cattle and storage. as a ducat and a horseman's house. The building also accommodates a cafe and office space. It's quite remarkable. In front is a courtyard where live performances are sometimes held. And other buildings house small craft shop and the former coachman's house. Tucked just outside the courtyard is the old laundry house, which has been converted into a recording studio and is run by Live Life Aberdeenshire. And what's on in what's on display in the museum, Joe? What can people expect to find there? Oh, there's loads of old farming implements on display old ploughs, tractors and a threshing mill. Lots of things that you'd have found on a working farm 100, 150 years ago. Another feature of the museum is the horseman's house, which has been frozen in the 1920s. It's where the horseman and his family used to live. Just two rooms. And there was about six of them. Good grief. It's quite fascinating for our younger visitors to learn. There was no running water. No toilet facilities, <laughs> under the bed, they cooked on an open fire and several slept together in the same bed. The way it's set up at the moment is like a double bed in one room and a double bed in the other. So you can imagine it was a bit of a squash and a squeeze. Upstairs at the museum, you can find the Russell Gallery. This is a display of paintings and photographs of the Russell family who owned the Adam estate. The first laird of Adam was Alexander Russell of Montcoffer. He died in 1798. His portrait and his wife, son, daughter-in-law and great-grandson are all on display in the room. When you go out into the wider park, you'll see the ruins of the mansion house where the family used to live. And I can tell you, it's a great place for hide-and-seek. It sounds fascinating. I think I've, I've, I've played hide-and-seek there myself. <laughs> <laughs> and what kind of activities are there in the museum for families um, and, and the park itself? Well, we have great fun. It's one of the best parts of the job because we create fun trails around the museum for families to follow. And there are various themes this year. For example, we've had like kind of wildlife on the farm. So we've been focusing on hedgehogs and bees and various other animals. Uh, we also run activities based on some of the work that would have been going on around the farm 100 or so years ago. So stuff like clouty rug making or wash day on the farm with the washboard in the tin bath and the hard soap and pegging your bloomers on the line. <laughs> <laughs> a 
that's it. No automatic washing machines and tumble dryers in those days. There's also lots of activities going on in the park that are run by our partners as well. There's themed trails, fun runs, heaps of stuff going on. There's an awful lot to do. The park has a wonderful play park, which has been recently upgraded. There's the Fairy Woods, which is enormous fun for the little ones. A beautiful Victorian Arboretum an ice house to discover lots of trails through the park and a lovely walk along the Yugi River. And there's lovely picnic areas as well. It's, it's just such a wonderful place. There's lots of room to spread out and just be free. It sounds like a really great family day out, actually, the it's, park and the museum together. It's outstanding. It's just everything you could need for a whole day. And I know there's a theatre, Adam, so can you tell us a bit more about that? Yes, yes, indeed, there is a theatre and it's connected to the museum. It's a nice size, it's got room for about 60 people. It's got huge arched glass windows on one side that makes it a really light and airy space. It's oh, so it's not, a, it's not a typical sort of theatre space then, by the sound of it? No, because it's still incorporating this semicircular building, so it's still got arches. It's just very unique. Um, it's got whitewashed stone walls as well, so it kind of gives it like a like a barn feeling. Okay. It's very atmospheric. So we've held some fun family activities in there, like scarecrow making workshops and potions classes. <laughs> we've done some escape room type activities, storytelling, concerts, and one of the finals of Doric Call My Bluff. Brilliant. Yeah. You know what? This summer, though, we had a beautiful wedding ceremony take place there. It was just so magical. You know what, Carla? We'd love to see everyone come along to the museum and to the park. And get married. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And, well, the museum itself is open from April to October every year. And if you come along, you will receive a warm Doric welcome from the staff. I think that sounds fantastic, Joe. Well, that about wraps up our conversation. Thanks so much for giving our listeners an insight into the Farming Museum. And I'm sure those who weren't aware of this local Jeb in the heart of Aberdeenshire will be keen to pay a visit in the future. 